is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Process the bottom line. The Stone Cold Simpson. Everybody dies. Because I'm better than you, and you know it. Woo! Yes, sir! The Mount with, with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, we are back here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is Off the Mat, the only wrestling talk show right here. On WWSRN, joining you every single Tuesday night from 8 to 10 p.m. I'm your host, Josh Silverberg. With me at this time, Mr. Lyle Gillen. What's going on, man? Nothing much, nothing much. Really excited to do the show. Once again, another takedown, breakdown of the union. That's right. I mean, you got a little bit of a screen missing, but that's all good. Listen, it adds a little theatrics <laughs> to your screen. So if you have something to look at, I guess, when you're talking gibberish, but that's all cool. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so uh, Missy tonight is Alex Lowe's. He is um, to these He's Alex and Alex is actually doing something for his girlfriend tonight. Pretty much um, he's been on every single show since this show has started. Um so he he requested to have at least one night off. He's entitled to it. He's absolutely allowed. He, you know, it's totally fine. And then um, I think he's gonna be working pretty hard though. Hey, listen, if that's the case, God bless him. <laughs> Pay that much. Um. So obviously, of course, if you want to reach out to us, you can write to us on our Facebook page as well, and I'll read the comments on the air. You can also call us at two zero three nine zero three eight two seven one. That's two zero three nine zero three. Eight two seven one. Also, you can check out our app. Our app is completely free. Don't forget that if you have an iPhone, go to the Apple Store, type in WWSRN. If you have an Android, go to the Google Play Store, type in Worldwide Sports. You can check out all of our shows, our show schedules, our articles, which Lyle has an article coming out this week. Um, so I will be posting that as soon as possible. Um, I've had a little bit of a whirlwind this week. Um, Lyle knows that, of course, but uh, it's a little bit. Um, all that, um, you could, if, if you're driving as well, um, absolutely please, like I said, listen to the audio feed of the shows. And we have all different great shows. I mean, we have sports lab mounts. We have, um, weapons hot. We have the Ryan Hickey show. We have the sports Lords. We have the betting show, all different great programs we have on here. Not just wrestling programming as well. So. Um, pretty much what the, um, also don't forget to check out our website too, right? At uh, worldwidesportsradio.com. And also, please, please, please do not forget as well. Check out our off the mat website that we have. You can check all that. I'm just trying to open this up on Facebook. It is so annoying to open up the page, um, to basically to watch it. And also don't forget also speedy PD. We can't forget. That's what I'm trying to do too. But yeah, you, my, I try to open it on the thing on the phone, but you see, like, it's like so weird because when you try to do it, it won't let you do it on the Facebook page. It's like, wait, I don't know. But Speedy PD is here as well. Uh, okay, I, I finally got it. 
the reason why I had such a whirlwind, and, and again, we're going to get into the wrestling in a bit. The news came out on Saturday. The gender reveal happened. Um, <clears throat> I am roll, roll, please. Yeah. Uh, I am sorry. I'm trying to figure out where uh, NXT. You forgot already. Forgot no, no, no. Okay, where NXT is. I'm oh, trying oh, to figure out. Okay, okay. What channel was Sci-Fi on FX on 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 Optimum? Remember, try 48. That's what it used to be. I don't know if it still is. If it's for if you got that right, it'd be pretty impressive. No, that's like RNN. It used to be 48. I, I don't know what it changed to. If you hit the IO button, you should be able to search. I mean, this is account. so silly. How is it they get rid of this thing? Like, come on. But anyway, the point of it is all right, so if you have like 4,000. Uh, I'm going to, um, <laughs> and that's what I had. Um, we did the baseball, everything was great. First off, everybody that came out, um, we kind of kept it pretty small, immediate friends, and, and, and had a family there as well. Um, a lot of people were not able to make it, of course, but we, we streamed it on Facebook and on Instagram, and then people got to check it out. Um, I am having a my, – Melissa and I are both very happy to announce we are having a baby boy. Um, so a baby boy will be uh, – that is the sixth um, Silverberg uh, boy in a row. Um you know, when you, it's crazy because it goes back to my uncle, then my dad, then my brother, then me, then Madden, my nephew, and now my son, who I, I'm not going to disclose the name. We have a name picked out already. Um, um, first of all, again, I want, I also want to thank, there were some people actually um, who reached out to me, and Ben was one of them. Uh, ben reached out to me, and um, I don't know where Lyle went. Um, Ben reached out to me as well as, um, as Carl, they both reached out to me, uh, to wish me, uh, congratulations. I thought that was awesome. Um, that, that happened. Um, I, 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 I was very surprised. Um, but, um, I, I'm extremely happy that, 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 um, they reached out to me. A lot of people reached out to me. So I, I, I thought it was great, like I said, and I saw a lot of likes, a lot of messages on, on, on the page. Um, everything that, so for those that reached out to me, thank you so much. I really, truly do appreciate it. Um, I, I, it means a lot. You know, having to leave Sports Live Mouse a few weeks ago, it was a, it was a difficult decision you know, for myself and, and my family and my son and everything like that. Um, it, was, it was vital and important. But, of course, doing – Doing off the mat is something that I'm, that's never going to take away from me and my interest in life, which is professional wrestling. And um, doing it with Lyle and Alex is an even more thrill and seeing Speedy do it. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm grateful. Um, as long as uh, he's healthy, he's, uh, he's uh, pretty much, um, you know, as long as he's, he's healthy, um, I'm just trying to read what's going on here. It seems like this 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 background is like the story of the show. It feels, <laughs> <laughs> you know, as long as he's happy, you know, he's healthy, he's happy. Um, but so far, from all the stuff, Melissa had another doctor's appointment yesterday. Um, so far, the baby's doing great. Melissa's doing awesome. Um, she's really hanging in there. She's uh, such a trooper. She she again, I said she got up at five forty five in the morning Saturday and started doing everything. Um, I was up a little bit after her, not much after like six thirty or six o'clock, but she was up at it, out the door doing cooking, cleaning, getting things together, and everything like that. And that's why, in my opinion, I have the greatest wife in the world, and I can't ask for anybody better. Um, 
So, yeah, I mean, like I said, thank you to those that reached out. I really do truly appreciate it. Um, I, I want to get into, a, of course, a lot of wrestling talk, but I just use like this background thing for a while. It, it, I don't know why. It's like, what the <laughs> fuck? It's going to be so funny, the whole show. Oh, my God. Oh, man. Um, I want to see how it looks on the, on the thing. See, it doesn't look, it's weird because it doesn't like look terrible. It actually doesn't look terrible when I open it up on Facebook. Like it really doesn't look that bad. Yeah, it doesn't look that no. bad on Facebook. I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not mine, obviously, but it's. <laughs> you can tell there's something going on with it. Yeah, it's spazzing out on you. <laughs> but anyway, let's get into a lot of. As it gets darker. The room is getting darker, and oh, the green that's screens... gonna be interesting, isn't it? <laughs> but um, I I have to figure this out. It's all right. We'll you'll get it eventually. Don't worry. Um, but let's let, let let's um let's get into it, right? And that's let's, let's talk about what happened and the stories of the releases that the release that happened. I should say not the release. Well, there were releases actually. There were two major, 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 major releases. And that was one being Bray Wyatt, which I think threw everybody off. Um, and the other was Ric Flair, which was another one that threw everybody off. And I don't even think they even gave Ric Flair a wish him the best in his future endeavors message. I don't even think they even did that. I think they just said, we've released Ric Flair. I was confused. That's why I'm wearing my um, my vintage Bray Wyatt shirt tonight. My old Bray Wyatt shirt. That, uh, to me, that, was shirt, that shirt took yes. you like three months to get. Yeah, I remember. I ordered it when it, the first day it came out. I ordered it. It just debuted. And I got it. And it was on back order for about three, three and a half months. Uh, he was so over at the time, and then he faced the Undertaker, and he lost. And I was like, just stop the momentum. And he carried that entire match. He carried that entire rivalry up until that match because Taker never showed up to a single Raw. Why it did all the promos, um, you know? So it was interesting. I look at it as a situation where um, I don't think Bray is right right now in the head. Um, I could be wrong. Um, I, 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 um, but ever since this situation with Brody Lee, um, who he was, of course, best, 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 best friends with, um, to me, I think has really messed him up. Um, he did a tribute to him at their Mania match with Orton. Um, but he, um, I look at Bray Wyatt, and I'm not even being home or anything like that i i sincerely think this is a guy that if you he can literally turn and excuse my language here he could literally turn chicken shit into chicken salad with his characters that he's been given um and um the t-shirt sales show the popularity he had in the wwe it this was a shocking apparently fox is pissed off about this um USA is not happy about this. Um, the USA came out and they were saying that they were not happy about this release. Um, it's kind of crazy that really this, this, 
Like the Braun Strowman one was surprising, but I think this one just threw everybody for a loop. Um, now I don't want to compare this to the obviously the Chris Benoit Eddie Guerrero situation, but you have to remember when Eddie Guerrero passed away, Chris Benoit was really, really, really messed up for a while. Um, and I, I, you know, to me, I feel like Bray Wyatt losing Brody Lee is. Um, it kind of feels like almost a similar situation because he's been so messed up. I mean, let's be realistic. His character, as bad as it had been, and I wasn't a big, I was a, a fan at first of the whole gimmick when it first started against like when he fought Balor. I think it was cool at SummerSlam. And then he had the dark with the red lights. And then it was how in the cell finish was terrible. And the character got stale and he lost to Goldberg. Um, you know, um, but he can make any character. Work. And the big thing about Wyatt is he played three different characters. You have to understand that. You remember, he played the Wyatt family character. He played the the Fiend character. And then he played the uh, Firefly Funhouse character. He did it all. Um, the You know, I think he did them very well. It's not his fault the way they booked the Fiend character. I mean, they asked him to make something. It was a cool idea. It was just they the booking for him was garbage. Um, you know, I think he's a guy that could work at any company. <clears throat> I think he's somebody that really, when you look in the mirror, he's somebody that will fit in, whether it's AEW, New Japan, Ring of Honor, Impact. All of these companies are going to be lining up for this guy. They will. Um, um I, I, it's definitely a uh, head scratcher for sure. He's a known merch, he, he's not a guy who is known to uh, sell a lot of merch. Yeah, it makes no sense. He, he was set to return in August. Mm-hmm. He was set to come back soon. So why did they release him? I It does not make sense. They claimed budget cuts, but they just claimed in their... In their uh, they just claimed in their uh, uh, quarter, quarter two uh, call that it was their most... Uh, grossing highest grossing quarter. Mm. Excuse me. So why are they continually still releasing talent if they are for budget cuts? If they're having their highest quarterly gro- grossing quarter, I butchered that ever. That's it, all right. It, you, it yeah, we got it though. <laughs> it, it doesn't make sense. It does not sound right. Something sounds fishy. I just can't comprehend it. I mean, and Lyle, like you said, it's weird because think about it this way. The last few months, they cut two of their more popular guys in Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt. It doesn't really even remotely. They're, two of those guys are tops in merchandise sales. You know that. Especially was Bray. Was he? Braun, Braun was popular with the kids. That was what it was. Braun was popular with the kids. Bray was popular in general as a whole. I don't Bray, know why Bray, was, Bray, 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 every time Bray had a merchandise come out it was sold out i mean it was he was over it was as over as and the thing is if you're if you're a new japan if you're an aew if you're a ring of honor i think this is really a guy who i mean the undertaker even said it in his documentary the last ride documentary about him he said he is one of the best characters he's seen that is somebody that can create something on a whip and run with it he actually said that Bray reminded him so much of a young him where it was you give him something and he just 
will take it and make it even better than what the thought process was. Bray Wyatt's Wyatt family gimmick was ten times better than the Fiend. Oh, one hundred percent. The Fiend was the Fiend was horrible. It was just really bad all around. It was okay at the beginning. It was okay at the beginning, and then yes, it it wasn't just it wasn't just the the booking. A lot of things about it, it was really bad. It was well done at the beginning, and then ever since that, when they started the red lights, it just. That was it. I was done from there on. That Hell in a Cell with, uh, with uh, Seth Rollins. It had nothing to really do with just the match. With everything about it, it just I didn't like it. I thought it was just bad, just really bad. I, 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 I that was towards the end of probably the Fiend and Bray and uh, Braun Strowman. Probably two of the reasons why I fully tuned out of the main roster for the most part. I just thought they they were just too. Characters that I cannot stand watching, and they were pushed so much. I, 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 like I said, the stuff with Finn was awesome. It was good in the beginning. I thought it was perfect for him to set him out straight like that. I think they pushed him too fast. Um, I think they tried to make him into this character like what Kane first was, and it didn't work. Um, you know, so to me, it was, um, like I said, it was kind of it's kind of weird that when you look at the situation and you look at the whole of how Bray Wyatt was done, like I said, if he goes to AEW, he's gonna be a million bucks. I hope not. I hope not. I don't know why you would hope that he wouldn't go there. I I don't think he fits into AEW. I completely think he fits into AEW because I think he's a guy. I don't think he. I don't think his style in the ring fits in with AEW at all. Why? I, I don't. Uh, yeah, his style in the ring, I don't think fits in with but what, 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 What's his style in the ring any different than when you stare and you look at a guy? I don't know. Let me think of somebody. Who's somebody that's popular on AEW that I think is close and similar approach to him? Miro. I think you're going to find it. No, Miro. No, I think Miro is completely different. Oh, I, think, is, I think he's going to play. No, Miro is a powerhouse. He... He's they have a different style, um, but I understand though, like like when Bray Wyatt was in the Wyatt family, and even the way he was like in the Wyatt family, his matches were awesome. They were they they, they were better than yeah, um, I mean I mean the Undertaker even said and this is coming from the Undertaker. He said that Bray was one of the favorite opponents he ever faced at WrestleMania. He's had a lot of opponents. He said Bray is also the safest guy he ever worked with at WrestleMania, and that's kind I of don't, that's, that's a lot. I just don't think he's the type of guy. Who fits into their roster? He's more built for um, WWE main roster than he is for AEW. The AEW, have AEW um, roster and their top talent is a completely different style than Bray Wyatt, and I just don't think he fits in. I don't know. I think him and also even like a Brody Lee are kind of too similar. And Brody Lee was very over. And people didn't know if Brody Lee was going to fit into the AEW roster, and he fit in very nicely because of his character too. It wasn't just that. Brody's style um, wasn't just... They're very similar in styles. I, I think... I, 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 I don't think so. I, I don't. I think they're different. I, 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 I never got that vibe from them when um, the style that Brody wrestled in AEW was completely different than he wrestled in WWE. Now, yeah, so I'm not saying that... Wrestles, but what if Bray wrestled differently in AEW than he does in WWE? I was never saying that he wouldn't. I was... 
Based off of what I've seen in the main roster, I don't think he fits in. Listen, the- I'll be the first to say it. I didn't think Brody Lee was going to work in AEW. I didn't like his style either. And I know you're upset that I'm saying that because he's your favorite guy from uh, for a very long time. But my opinion won't change on Bray Wyatt. I don't think he fits in with no, the, listen, Omega, it, it, the you have top right guys there. Listen, you have a right to your opinion. Yeah, I just don't think he fits, fits in. And he, he wrestles a much slower style. Than majority of the guys there, he just—I just don't think he's the type of guy who can fit in there, in ring wise. Character wise, he'd be great, but like, I don't watch AEW for a guy who can have a good character and then have subpar matches. I want to watch a guy who's a good character and then deliver on those matches. Well, like I said, we'll see where it's going. Listen, like I said, it doesn't upset me that you have a different opinion than me. It's allowed. It, it doesn't even uh, remotely even offend me. It's it's you're right. Um, I mean, look, like I said, time will tell if AEW signs him and his style completely changes, which, again, it, it very well, very well could. Um, uh, like I said, I, I wasn't – I'll be the one to admit it. I don't care. I did not think Brody Lee was going to work in AEW. Um no, it did. Uh, his style was good. Um, it was good, but his character really put it over the top. You know, um, <clears throat> so, you know, when I see certain things and, and everything like that, and if you're, if you're Tony Khan and you see that this guy's going to make you money, you're setting the guy. It's, it's all about money, it's dollars and cents. You know, it's all about ratings. And, you know, it's... And he won't even be named Bray Wyatt, obviously. He's going to be a whole completely different character. Um, I would like him to use um, the uh, Wyndham Rotunda. Um, <clears throat> I would like him to use the real name. I think it, it brings more weight to it, having the Rotunda name, than, than having something that's similar to Bray Wyatt or something like that. I Like... That just feels very WWE. Like, oh, they're not. They, they're not going to be allowed to use Bray Wyatt. I, I, I said something similar to Bray Wyatt. Oh. Um, um, I would want that because even let's, – let's look at Roman Reigns. Now, his name is Roman Reigns, but he plays the character of, who has the lineage of uh, Joe I, – I can't pronounce the last name. Joe uh, – Noah. No, Noah, whatever, however you pronounce it. And – it doesn't make sense to me. Like, if you're gonna if you're gonna come in and use your lineage, you should use the name that comes with the lineage. And I would like to see Bray Wyatt have that type of character. Have come in with the rotunda name carries more weight to it, gives him more importance. Now, that's if he goes to AEW. Now, I, I don't think he does. I think he does a Zelina Vega type thing. Um, it's been rumored that Braun will return to WWE. I think. Braun and Bray will return to WWE. It's more of a matter of when, not if. I, I just think those are two guys who are built for the main roster and not to have success in other places. Not that they can't. Just as they are right now, I think they're built for success there. I mean, like I said, and again, your opinion is one. I, I And I might even say this because I like Bray. I think, given a chance, I think Bray can... Make Bray's type of guy that I feel like can make anything work in a, in a, in a wink of, you know, when the Undertaker says something, people listen as they should. Um, I think the Undertaker's voice 
brings a lot into the wrestling industry. And when he says that Bray can make anything work, and he's also one of the safest in-ring workers he's ever had at WrestleMania, I think that's telling. Because let's be real, Undertaker's had a billion different opponents. And that includes Shawn Michaels, that includes Triple H, that includes Edge, Randy Orton. You want to go back? Uh, uh, Kane. Diesel. You know, Diesel, Psycho Sid. <laughs> the list goes on and on. He's had a billion different opponents, and he said that Bray was the safest guy he ever worked with. Um, well, and, and I think that rings true to a lot of people in the industry. Was, was he saying the safest he ever worked with at WrestleMania? Yeah, WrestleMania. But even still, well, that's well, I, that's he, he's, he's, he's worked with Bret Hart, who is probably the safest wrestler of all time. Yeah, no, 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 not of all time at WrestleMania, but that still rings high praise. That's the ring yeah. I praise because think of all the opponents he's had at WrestleMania. A bunch of them. And, and to say that about Bray is telling. And he even admitted, he said Bray put... 22? Oh. I think he wrestled Sean twice. Wrestled Sean wrestled twice, Triple H twice. Triple H three times. So maybe oh, like yeah. 20. Yeah, maybe 20 different opponents. Yeah. That's a very, I think that's a very complimentative thing to say. He, yeah. loved, he loved working with him. <laughs> Brock is definitely not one of the safest no. guys. No, <laughs> honestly, and, and if you look into the documentary, the thing he said, and, and I might even say it's the thing he said mostly about Bray was Bray's willing to sit there and listen like a sponge. And he takes it in. And he listens really intently. And so I think he's somebody that it seems like he's easy to work with. You know, like you've never heard a peep about Bray Wyatt being difficult to work with. Like that's 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 a very 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 big thing because there's a lot of people that are like that in the wrestling industry today, today especially. I mean, it's, it, all you do is hear reports that this guy's difficult to work with. He can't be there. This is annoying. What a pain in the ass. You know what I'm saying? Like that's all over the place now. So I think when you have a guy, and especially he comes from a good family, um, the Rotunda family, of course, with his mm-hmm. dad being IRS. I like to see him and Bo Dallas do something as the Wyndham brothers and be a tag Those team. That I would be fun. that I would be interested in. If they are doing AEW, I would like to see Bo and Bray as um as using their real names or Rotunda and being a tag team. I think that holds bigger weight, gives them gives the uh the tag team Division a little bit more legitimacy, which I don't think it really needs, but you can't have more too much legitimacy for I just that think he's, too, he's too big of a character to be in like Ring of Honor or Impact. He's too big. Like he's I can't too, picture him, I can't picture him in New Japan. I no, and I can't even expect, I think it's either AEW or WWE. I think those are the only two options for him. I, I he's too big for the other places. He's not going to go to New Japan. I don't think. Although he. Actually, would be pretty fun in New Japan. I'm not gonna lie; he would be pretty fun there. Um, you know, he'd probably I, sell a lot of merchandise there too for them with, with his characters and stuff. Oh, are you kidding me? He would have him in a match against Shingo with those two. I mean, that'd be freaking hysterical with the two get the promos he would put together. Have him versus Evil. Him, him versus Yeah. Evil would be a lot of fun against him. Um, but it's like, like I said, I think he's too big. I think it's got to be WWE or AEW. And I think it's going to be one or the other. And that's going to be it. And I think Tony's going to, you know, but I, 
I have to wonder if it's something mentally with him since Brody Lee passed away. Because, like I said, no, I I don't think that's it at all anymore. Um, from, my understanding, is, from my understanding, he was set to return. He was preparing to return in August, so I don't think that's it at all. I I fully my understanding is that that was not it, and that had nothing to do with it. I don't know. Maybe that was why he needed time off originally, but yeah. I don't think I, I don't think it had anything to do with it now, and I and I don't think it's fair to assume he did, it, that he did have that big of an issue. I think um, not to discredit uh, men's mental awareness, but I, I think that he, uh, from my understanding, that was not a primary issue with him getting released. It was just WWE being. WWE. No, no, listen, like I said, that might not be the issue. It's just, I'm just giving it an assumption. That's all. I'm just, you know, from what I'm seeing. Because like I said, I saw when Eddie Guerrero passed away and Chris Benoit needed time off. And Chris Benoit, you know what I'm saying? Because Chris Benoit wasn't right. And then, of course, we know. I'm not saying obviously Bray Wyatt going to do that. That was, that's, that, that's, I don't know if anybody could really do what that happened. But, you know, my point is it's. Run, JoJo. When something like that, you know, really, you're sick. You know, when something like that, <laughs> you brought it up. I didn't. I'm just saying, when something like that like happens and takes place, it's like, you know, you just gotta wonder. We're gonna take a quick break. Uh, we'll do a couple commercials here. When we come back, we're gonna get into the Ric Flair stuff. What is going on there? Why did Ric Flair get released? And Adam Cole. His contract is set to expire soon. Where is he going to end up? Plus, we're going to do a little AEW. We're going to do all of that. And then we're going to get to some where we think, you know, a lot of these talents that are free agents out there that are still free agents, where we think is a good place for them to end up. Plus, we do a little NXT. And we're going to talk about a little All Out. Did AEW All Out sell out? We'll talk about that later on in the show. This is Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. This is the worst town I've ever been in. The champ is now welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Yes, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, good now. Look at that. Wow, see the oh, lights did work. Shit. Oh my god, look how much better the lights look. It looks really good. Speedy, you do it, you did it again, man. Look at you. You could pat Speedy, pat yourself on the back if you could or you know, if you want to spank congrats, the monkey. Congrats, congrats. He wants to spank the monkey a little bit off the air. That's cool, too. You could do that also. But just don't hurt the monkey. He wants to have his dog lick himself. No, he said it. No, it's okay. He said it's not happening. So it's all right. We are sure? live the map. This is the second half here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network with Lyle Gillen. Speedy PD, I'm Josh Silverberg, joining you every single Tuesday night uh, from 8 to 10 p.m., right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. And again, how you can listen to us every single week. It's simple. You download the app. It's free. WWSRN on the on the Apple Store. Google Play Street, type in Worldwide Sports. You just click install and you get all of our free, amazing, great free content. Also, check out WorldwideSportsRadio.com. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Periscope, all over the place. All right. So, 
we got a lot with the Bray Wyatt stuff, but there was another release that happened that was really, really, really interesting yesterday, and that was with Ric Flair. Ric Flair was randomly released from his Legends deal um, with the WWE. Um, I'm trying to figure it out why this was the case, but it was actually... Oh, wow, I wanted to bring this up to you. Um, I figured you'd be sure. So, um, I was listening to... Um, what's it? What's the show that I was to with Bully Ray and Dave LaGreca on um, Fight Nation? That's uh, busted open. And I have to tell you, Bully Ray made an amazing point this morning. Um, he said that this is going to be a mistake by WWE because think about it this way. You know, if you're AEW, right? You have Tully Blanchard there, you have Arn Anderson there. You bring Ric Flair there. AEW is really struggling with their demographics, right? A fifty plus. But they're not doing great with that still. It's not happening. He's not going there. Um, he's not friends. I'll be highly he shocked. Didn't let me that. finish my point. You already were like a Debbie Downer about it. Jesus Christ. R- R- Flair has said multiple times he's not friends with uh, Tully and Arn anymore. He doesn't talk to them. He thinks that they were very bad friends. Um, and he points out how uh, when he was in the hospital, they didn't talk to him. They didn't say anything to him. So. All right. Well, that ends that wonderful, great segment that I had planned. Um, so thank you, Lyle. Okay. <laughs> no problem for the time, man. God, so, I mean, and Lou, you just killed like however, 10 minutes. However, I would love to see him paired with MJF. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Like, my point of it is this. If you want to fix the demographics of 50 plus, like, it. If, if, if you're Tony Khan, right? Like, everybody in their mother knows who Ric Flair is. Like, the entire Jacksonville Jaguars roster knows who Ric Flair is. Like, everybody knows who Ric Flair is. They all know the stuff. They all do the thing. But the wooing and everything like that, like you, you that's how you fix the demographic, right? Like, if you're gonna bring in like the big show and Mark Henry to help, like, it would kind of make sense to bring in Ric Flair. It would, I don't see why, it would. I mean, no, like, because originally, remember, Ric Flair was supposed to be the one to debut the AEW championship at Double or Nothing, yes. and last minute, um, I it was he wasn't doing well. And they switched over to Bret Hart. Um, so originally, Rick was willing to do business with AEW. He just his health wasn't doing well for him to really. Um, yes, Speedy Tim Tebow knows who Bret Hart is. Okay, I no no he, he was asking about uh, Ric Flair. Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yes, I said Tim Tebow knows who Ric Flair is. You said Bret Hart. I met Tim Tebow. No, I said Tim Tebow just now. I saw no, the comment that PD said, yes. He said, Tim Tebow knows who Bret Hart is. I meant to say Ric Flair. Never mind. He might know who <laughs> Bret Hart is, too. Um, um, I don't know. I don't know if he does, though. No. Majority, he, majority of Ric Flair. He knows who Ric Flair is. If he doesn't know who Ric Flair is, then he's locked up. Majority, majority of Ric Flair's life is a gigantic sin. Everybody knows so, who Ric Flair is. But, but well, Tim Tebow is a giant. He definitely knows who he is because he's wishing good things on Ric Flair at this point. Tim Tebow is a giant religious person. Yes. And Ric Flair's life is the complete opposite of that. Yes. So I think that he does not know who he is. Just saying. Um, trust me. I I think he probably knows who he is. I'd be a little surprised. But, I don't know. But the point is, is um, you know, with the way that it's all planned out, right? If you're if you're bringing in. Legends left and right. You're bringing in Christian. You're bringing in 
Big Show, Mark Henry, Arn Anderson, Toy Blunt, like, and you were going to originally let Ric Flair debut the AEW Heavyweight Championship before um, his health issues arise and they had to switch it last minute and bring in Bret Hart. Clearly, he's done business, Tony Khan, with Ric Flair before. It can't hurt to talk to him again and see, you know, where it leads, where it goes. You know, I mean, listen, Matt Hardy and Edge hated each other. They did business together in WWE. <laughs> Money. Yeah, but... Um, and they're that's thinking also, they're thinking that's also a little bit of a different situation. Um they were both contracted with that company at the time where Rick is not contracted with AEW. So he has the option to not to say no. He's to go, hey, I don't want to be associated with them. It's too awkward for me. I'd rather just stay home and do nothing. However, now I'm not saying I don't think it will happen. I just don't think well, yeah, I am saying that. Um I'm not saying I don't I don't think it should happen. I'm saying I don't think it will happen. I don't think he will end up being on the program. I don't think he will want to be with Tully and Arn on there. Just my opinion from my knowledge of what Rick has said in the past. Listen, that's his prerogative. If that's the way he wants to go about it, that's fine. I'm just saying if you're AEW, if you're Tony Khan, reach out to him. Talk to him. You know, you don't even have to have him work with with Tully and Arn. You could have him do something else. Have him be backstage and... You know, be a be a speaker for some of the wrestlers. You mm-hmm. know, you can do that. That doesn't necessarily mean you have to work with Arn and Tolly. Like this is, there's, you they know, can have each other. No, they don't even have to even go. They don't even have to walk in the same hallway with each other. They don't. Even, they honestly could go different directions. If if Tony Khan says to Rick Flair, "Hey, listen, I want you to do this favor for me. I want you to cut some promos and work backstage with some of the guys." And I'll pay you so and so amount of money, which Tony Khan would pay him a lot of money to do that. Like, if you're Rick Flair, like, you'd be like, you'd be stupid not to do that. Like, I just think that would be just idiotic, right? I mean, you don't even have to. What are you doing? You're making a few appearances. Are you talking to wrestlers? That's that's a great gig. <laughs> I think the one that he could do best with is MJF. I mean, he has Tolly already, though. He does, but Tully is never really with MJS. No, I agree and, with you. And, and, and Ric Flair is... with FTR and Sean Spears. I understand that. FTR is... Um, then they got me doing it. Ric Flair is uh, a complete mirror image of what MJF is now. And by Ric Flair, I mean Ric Flair of back in the day. With the robes, with everything about him. It's just like they're trying to make MJF be a future Ric Flair. And... Which is why I think they would work perfect together. I, I I don't think it'll happen for the Tully factor, but I wish it would. Hey, listen, like I said, if if you're Rick, I think it's something you seriously should consider. Um, if he's offered it, obviously. Um, if he wants to stay retired, he could do the Andrade. They could do. Let me tell you. No, no, no I think he would be with him. I think he could go there because Andrade is there. That's not true. Think yeah, that's true. He, he would have comfortability. He would have kind of a, a person to lean on because his future son-in-law is going to be there. Um, so, what is what is Charlotte's contract up? Oh, she's not leaving. 
I'm she's not saying she's leaving, but no, she's the if, face of the division in WWE. She's not going anywhere. If if Rick goes there and she, and Andrade is there, I understand that, but at the same time, she's literally they've, WWE's given her like 13 championships. 14. Like, they'll they will pay her anything she wants to stay. They don't even care. They're not even going to give a price. Like they'll just honestly with um with that. Vince will probably hand her a blank check and say, "What do you want?" Because <laughs> he's not. I, gonna... I, I can picture that. Yeah, he's I'm not... trying to look her up right now. He is 110 percent um... not losing her to AEW. That is never going to happen. I'm not saying it will. I'm saying that more what if. Well, of course, I mean, look, what if what ifs are wonderful, right? Like, what ifs are the greatest? Like, we get the we can have a whole show, you and I and Alex, on what ifs. Ninety-eight <laughs> percent of them probably won't come to fruition, but we can always say what ifs. <laughs> we know we know what a uh, certain what if is currently happening tonight, right, Alex? Oh well, I will say this: if he doesn't come back to us with a good answer, then that's a problem. Then I'm going to ask him right off the bat. I'll be nice to him about it right off the bat next week. So tune in. I'm oh. going to ask him straight straight up, Alex. How was the first time doing the Devil's Tango? Oh God! And I really tango. hope. I really hope he's not watching this right now with his girlfriend. The devil's tangle. <laughs> it's the first time I've ever heard that, the devil the devil's tangle. I've never heard that before. <laughs> it's a new one for me. But it's um you know, it's uh, having flair it's interesting right with these legends contracts because it's like okay, like even like we're waiting on Kurt Angle still and Kurt Angle seems to be very happy with retirement. Um, I don't think Kurt Angle is anytime soon going back into wrestling. Um, he seems to be doing well. He's happy. Um, everything like that. But a guy I want to get into now really quick, and we got the news, and I, I tried to get Raj on. Um, he, he didn't respond. He's probably so swamped right now with appearances. Very busy, probably. Raj built broke the story. And that's Adam Cole's contract being up after SummerSlam and NXT TakeOver 36 is over. And he hasn't resigned anything yet. And originally, WWE, I think, I believe they fired one of their guys that I believe was in negotiations with Cole. If I'm not mistaken, they recently fired him, which is weird. I did not hear that. Yeah, I, I, hear I, that. It was, I connected to one of the stories, and I clicked on the link. I think he was the guy that was negotiating the Cole contract. I guess it just didn't work, and he – it's weird. From what I have heard is that they did not know his contract was ending. They didn't realize it ended. You don't even know when your employee's contract is ending. That they thought it was ending in – he still had a while left on his contract. Then they found out in July that it ended at the end of July. So they got him, and they had him uh, extend it till SummerSlam. So now he is just contracted till SummerSlam weekend. Until then, he's going to wrestle, wrestle through there, and then he's done. So. I mean, if. So the takeover on the 22nd is probably his last Yeah, it's the day after SummerSlam. As of, as of right now. As of right now. Um, people think he could end up resigning, but from my understanding, they have not approached him with another contract as of now, per Sean... Ross of Fightful. So, I don't know. We're going to find out. 
I think that they'll end up Will doing something. I don't expect him to leave, but at the same time, would not be shocked. And if he does leave, I really want him to debut on the Halloween episode of of uh, Dynamite and just be a ghost going around. Yeah, give him his, I guess, what his thirty day clause or whatever it is. It would be thirty days because unless he's an they NXT. screw it up like they did with Malachi, unless they screw it up. <laughs> no, no, no. It would be thirty days because he's an NXT. An NXT okay. contract not thirty days. Um, so he, I, I want him to be in come and debut on the Halloween episode so he can be a ghost. NXT because he's dead. Oh yeah, dead. Ha ha ha! Very funny because from the Daniel leads, yes. Um, but wait, hold on. If he leaves WWE and he's not contract anymore until he debuts, can he be on being the elite as just a ghost following around the elite? Like they don't know he's there. That sounds like a terrible gimmick. <laughs> it would be hilarious. Crap, they can make him do. I don't know. It just seems like a terrible gimmick. <laughs> it'll be only it'll only be on being the elite, of course. Oh god. Well. I look at it this way. If you're if you first off, if you lose NXT, it's a killer for NXT. It's a blow. I think that I, I think so much of that company is already a killer. Just, I mean, NXT, by the way. Like th- what they're doing to Cross before they're calling him up is brutal. And then they're putting the belt on Samoa Joe, who's gonna end up being having nobody to like his size to compete with. I'm gonna have to put the belt on Walter, who's then gonna have, once again have the same problem of nobody decides to compete with. Unless it's Bronson Reed. Who well, then has the same problem that I just mentioned everyone else will. They have two guys who are big enough to believe believe when they wrestle. You can't believe Johnny Gargano is gonna be a Samoa Joe. Now I think he can't do it in real life, but like look at the size difference. Look at look at he, if he faced Bronson Reed. Like Bronson Reed didn't he just beat Gargano? Yeah, then he lost to Isaiah Swerve. So, what's... I, I don't know. I I think that it's just interesting what they're doing. Um, I think that company... That NXT has a lot of issues right now. They have a ton of issues. And it's a shame because their show's pretty good. Their roster is very talented. It's talented for what it is, but it's not talented for what its purpose is. If that makes any sense. Well, its purpose is for development. Yes, but the the what the guys they are developing, Vince will never push to become main main um t- uh t- main event talent. He's not going to push a guy. Well, like Cross, I'm, I'm trying to figure that one out. And why would you have Lee, who has been off the show forever, beat Cross? I don't understand that at all. Well, the way they booked Lee was terrible too. Yeah, the most popular theme song in NXT. Hey, let's change the theme, and then let's change it again. That was different. They changed it because of uh, they didn't have the rights to it anymore. They should have gotten the rights to it. Well, C- CFOs or CFO money, however you pronounce yeah, well, it. CFOs. Um, Whoopi. He, I know CFO. He, it's better, it was better when once the team used to make all the music. Jim Johnson? Nah. Yeah. CFO money was way better. Oh, Jim Johnson was the best. Go get the classic themes from the Attitude Era and all that, man. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I, oh, I, I just think so, some of these themes are, are just much better. Yeah, I hate CFO themes. They're yeah. very good. Yeah. Yuck. So, do you hate Aleister Black theme? 
I said I didn't say I hated all of them. There's a few I like. Like Shinsuke okay, do you hate, I like. Okay, do you hate um uh AJ Styles? Okay, so we want to go classic themes. We are we talking Stone Cold? We're talking Undertaker? We're talking Kane. It's all Jim Johnson. Just saying. Yeah. I never said he wasn't, he wasn't, he wasn't Triple H. Like, DX, dude, DX was Jim Johnson. Like, no, 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 no. That was that theme wasn't Jim Johnson. He had a part in helping produce it. He didn't make the song, but he helped produce it. That was something. I don't know if he did. I think that was one of the songs that they started getting from somewhere else. Yeah, Chef Dominic. He did. Yeah, but I'm just like just because it's nostalgic doesn't mean it's better. I like nostalgia. I like old fashioned. Like I think it's simple. I, I, I like nostalgia too, but it doesn't mean it's better. The theme itself, so, some of the themes he made now, I see for money, were way better. I, I yeah, CFO did a good job with Keith Lee's new theme. Who? What happened? CFO did a good job with Keith Lee's new. That theme. That wasn't him. That's why so, they didn't have the rights anymore because he was gone. Yeah. Well, I mean, from it. Yeah, CFO money's not with WWE anymore. I mean, I like CFO. I like some of CFO's music. I do like I like Undisputed Era is good. Yeah, very good. That's good. I mean, like, I mean, I like some of the Major- music. Majority of NXT he did. But majority That's of the main right. roster he did. Like majority of of the themes they actually purchased or the rights for, so they could still using it. The the bigger ones, um, Nakamura, uh, Bobby Roode. Um, oh, my roots is great. I remember. The it's Robert Roode. And Samoa Joe. Uh, that dude could still wrestle and he's wasting. He's wasting his who? talent. Who? Robert Roode. Oh, yeah. He can still go 100%. Dude, I mean, he should be in New Japan or Ring of Honor or back in Impact somewhere. I would love him back in Impact. They need Hell, I'll put him in AEW. I'll put him in AEW. I'll put him in AEW. Why are we putting everybody from, from WWE that's not being underused in AEW? I hate it so much. Well, this is like, different. Well, the big reason why I don't want to play Wyatt there. No, right. he, time, he, out. time out. Time out. Time out. There's a difference. First off, Bobby Roode actually has talent. No, that, I'm not saying it's, it's going to happen. And, and Christian should not have been signed there. Christian can still go. He could go, but if I'm gonna have a choice between Bobby Roode and Christian, Christian Bobby Roode. Well, for they they have completely different purposes if they went there. You're right. Bobby Roode is more popular, though. No, he's not. Christian is a much bigger name. He's a much bigger name. More popular now. But that's what. No, but that no, he's not. Christian is a bigger name, so that he's there, so he could put over younger talent like Jungle Boy. I agree. That is his purpose, and Robert Roode can't do that. I mean, it depends because Robert at this point is almost kind of close in age. Not far off with age wise. I think he's in his late 40s. I, I don't. Let's look that up. Mm-hmm. Bobby Rude. I would say he's in his late 40s. 45. There you go. I think Christian's in, I think Christian's in his 50s. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, no, he's 47. Wow, he's younger than I thought he was. Wow. Okay. See that? But but you know what? He doesn't have the, the name. He doesn't have the significance of beating him that it would come with with uh, beating Bobby Roode because Bobby Roode has been so underutilized and so put in a position for a while. No, I mean, I like, I've, I've always been a Roode fan. This goes back to my days watching TNA. So for me, it's when he was on Team Canada. 
growing up watching him, I thought he was uh, an unfortunate. He was great in fortune. But taking him from his impact character, looking at that, it's like so long ago now that majority of people don't associate that with, with him anymore. You're right. It got better when he went to NXT. He <laughs> was great in NXT. Exactly. He's been so in that position for so long. Yeah, but let's be real here. Miro, Miro was completely buried. You know what I'm saying? Like, he was completely buried. Yes and no. No, he won't. Oh, by WWE. Yes. Yes. I mean, yes. he's coming out of cake in a wedding. But he, he was doing great. And then they just decided, okay, we're going to do that, that terrible storyline. He was over as can be. And Robert and Rubus too when he got to the main roster too and then they did terrible stories. But it, I'm talking about right before that's that uh that uh Rusev Lashley Lana storyline. Right before that, Rusev was still over. So taking him and and getting over, he was still over with everybody. You ask a poll to WWE fans a year I'll say when Rusev was still on the roster, who they liked more? Rusev? Or Bobby they're gonna they're gonna say Rusev, of course, but that's what happens when you put a tag team with Dolph Ziggler. That's what happens. <laughs> well, if we we want to say somebody's underutilized in his career. That that's Dolph Ziggler. He could have well, been much bigger. He should have been. That's for sure. When we come back, we're gonna take a break. We're gonna get to some AEW talk. We're gonna talk about all out. We're gonna talk about the rumors. Cody doesn't want to say anything. Tony Khan doesn't want to say anything. They're leaving everybody in the dark, and I think it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. We'll be right back. Talk all about AEW right here on Off the Mat. We'll be right back. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Are you ready? Now welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. Yep, we are here, ladies and gentlemen. We are here for the second half of the first hour of... What'd you say? So, ladies and gentlemen, I said Lyle. <laughs> yeah, well, Lyle, you're a special breed. Um, this is off the mat right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Of course, with Lyle Gillen and Speedy Petey tonight. I'm Josh Silverick. Alex closes out. I'll be back next week. All right. So, let's get into it. There's a lot to talk about with AEW, and that's all these media scrums, right? They call them media scrums. Uh, we're trying to meet with the wrestlers and everything, and Tony Khan hasn't said a word, and Cody hasn't said a word. They love rumors, they said, but they're not disclosing anything good for them. Um, because clearly word has gotten out about CM Punk and about Daniel Bryan, and they're trying to hold it straight faces, and they're trying to keep it a surprise. But, of course, in this day and age, and with Twitter, it's impossible. You really – I mean, they got away with one with Sting – uh, which was pretty damn impressive. Um, but it's and Andrade. What'd you say? And Andrade. Andrade too. Andrade was another one they did. Andrade really Andrade. And Alpha Black. Pretty much a majority of everybody. Yeah, I guess Malachi was one. Um, pretty much everybody they've that debuted who's been a name. The only thing was with Man. Malachi. The only thing with Malachi was there was a report earlier in that day that said that um, he was back. Yeah, sure. 
Sean Ross did report that back just yeah. before the show, but um, nobody expected it to be um, that quickly before his 90 days, because nobody at that point knew his 90 days were he didn't have it, that he only had 30. Nobody knew that. So that was all a surprise, and that's why it threw everybody off. You know, and that's the thing, right? I mean, and and the reports that have come out that now that all out the nobody knows what the main event is anymore, right? Because Hangman Page lost this match last week. I don't think he was ever supposed to be um, the main event with Omega. I don't think that was ever a thing. I think people are just assuming that because they um, they were all fantasy booking and thought he was going to beat Omega. But when I really broke it down. You really can't have the Dark Order beating Omega. And it doesn't work if you have Hangman pinning Omega. He, they should not have touched in that match. I, I, I stood by that. Um, but they kind of booked themselves in a corner there. And I think the way they did it was fine. But I don't think it was ever going to be Hangman. Also, he's having a child at the end of the month, early September. And that is why he's not going to, going to be on the pay-per-view. Now, with that information, I don't believe they just found out and were like, oh, crap. Look at this he's guy. That. Yes, we, got like, a, we, we got a John Alba right here with this, disclosing this information. What's the use we can do? I, I, don't, I don't think that that was new information to them, so I don't think he was ever supposed to be um, in the main event. I believe it's going to be... Christian Cage versus Omega on the Rampage on August 20th. When he beats Christian Cage, Omega will make the statement, there's no one else for me to beat in his company. He will call himself the best man in the world. And then Cult of Personality will play. Punk will come out. But what about the thing that Darby said? Um, I don't necessarily think that that's going to be right now. I don't it think... It just seems like winning that... When you make a I don't think I don't know. I think that that will eventually happen, and I think it's all part of their slow build to that. So that they they they're very good at that, where they'll slow burn you. So Punk is first. At all out. Um. Yeah. yeah uh. No. Punk is going to be at Rampage on the twentieth. No, I'm saying, but who does? So I'm saying, but he faces Omega at all out. That's what I think is going to happen. Um, which you know, a lot of people they're going to be upset because. He's going through the ranking system, but from a business standpoint, he's CM Punk. If he can still go, that's uh, that's money. They're gonna make so much money from that. People will make it even if he can't go. That that will probably be the highest grossing pay per view that a company that's non WWE has had since since Nitro. Yeah, but uh, not Nitro. Seen... I'm not Nitro. I'm sorry. Since um WCW in in the uh, 97, 98, when they were the well, highest yeah, yeah. company in the world. It's sold out. It's it's already gaining steam. Um, well, I mean, it's going on a secondary market for four hundred, five hundred dollars in the last row of seats. What I saw on well, all out sold out a long time ago. Um, uh, when did tickets up for all out go on sale? Just after um, double or nothing, they started going on sale, and they sold out. They sold out ninety percent of the building in the presale. I mean, think about this. Think about even the Arthur Ashe game. They sold, I believe, last I saw was, I think, 17500 is what they sold for Arthur Ashe, which is really good. Which is really good. Really good. Yeah. Um, 
And I think at that point also the rules are going to change. Um, with now with without even with stadiums now, where now I think they're going to start the mass mandate at stadiums again with this whole thing with the variant. I th- I think it will be a mask mandate for that show. I don't think well, it will be a um, mandated period. I think that's what the rumor has been. Like they're going to start making it. You need to be. They're even talking about maybe possibly if you're not vaccinated, you can't go to a stadium. They're not going to do it to an outdoor arena. Don't say that because they're well, talking about that, as of right now. It's just um, indoor. So no, I, I don't. Yeah, and they they said that it could be outdoor too. They're talking about doing it for all over the place. Which is smart, because yes, like people I are said, walking in the corridors, they're walking in the corridors and stuff. So, so like I said, as of right now, it's indoor stadiums. Which, in order to get around that, all they have to do is have the uh, the roof open. So, if it's a halfway decent day out, they're gonna have the roof open, and then they don't need vaccines required. I could also start off not having the roof open, consider it a outdoor event, and then a little bit into the event start closing it and then hey everyone's already in so i i don't know i i don't think it's going to be a uh i i, I don't think it's that big of a deal something not nothing to really worry about there's ways around it i really don't know what they would consider that for arthur ash because originally from my understanding was that they uh they let them do their own thing so i, mean, I don't I know if there's no go for it i don't know if they're still going to be doing that or if they make the change that Arthur Ashe will have to follow suit, but they did uh Cuomo the other day. He said that he could not make a mask mandate. He was going to have the uh, counties do it themselves. So that would be more up to de Blasio. Um, I don't know. With uh, indoors and stuff like that. So He started off with indoors. Um, I think that people, it will increase the vaccine numbers, what he did in New York City. So... I don't know. We'll have to play it by ear. I don't think by the time that show comes around, they're going to do that because that those restrictions start on the 13th. I mean, like I said, I look at it in this perspective. I hope they start to do something similar to that. I'm sorry because like somebody like me, for example, like my wife is pregnant. So God forbid something happens with the Delta, especially with like the Delta variant and stuff like that because even people that are vaccinated are still getting it. Mm-hmm. That I need to make sure that my wife is safe and my baby is safe and healthy. And there's just some people out there that are just having selfish reasons to it. And it's very yeah, um, it's not right. It, it's not right for people. People don't understand and they're not uh, properly educated regarding the vaccine. Everyone needs to go out there and get vaccinated. It's not only for your safety, it's for everybody's safety. And um, unfortunately, people... Do it for the person and, next to you. How's that? Uh, the person you're sitting next to on the bus, that's a 90 year old grandmother. Do, do it, do it for that person. You know, do it for the person that has to go home to two babies at home when they get home from work, and they have to risk their life every day because you're not being educated enough on the silliness. Like it's just, I, I don't even want to get into it. It pisses me off so freaking much. Um, and I think that's how you should motivate people to get vaccinated. No more sporting events. Sorry, too freaking bad. Do something about it. The way you make it work is that you have to show proof of vaccination in order to go to the office. In order to work. Because majority of people are. So businesses aren't going to keep everybody home 
for less than a third of their um, company. They're not going to do that. They say, everyone come back. Oh, what's that? You're not vaccinated? Okay, you're fired. That's what a lot of companies are going to do. Because if they make it that in order to work in an office and you're going to have to be vaccinated, that will force people to go get vaccinated. If you tell them that you could lose your job if you don't, it'll work. That's the yeah, that, that's that's the end all be all option that they have, and I think they will eventually do that. But I hope so, man. It's just so silly. Like everybody complains about this COVID stuff. Well, there's a way to fix it, and nobody's doing Actually, it. Actually, now I'm I'm curious. Now that they are forcing healthcare workers to get the vaccine, is Arrow finally finally gonna get it? <laughs> Listen, that's his choice. That's his personal choice. Um, but anyway, besides that, um, like I said, I just want to do it for you know, not even for just my, not even just for my son, but for other people too. You know what I mean? Like for my wife's safety. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm an educator. My wife's an educator. I mean, this is mass mandates are gonna happen in schools again. Like this mm-hmm. is oh, I'm at the square one again. We thought yeah, we were. What'd you say? I said, yeah, we are. Yeah, I thought we were literally, we thought we were at the finish line, and it's, no, nope, we're still not listening, you know? And it, I think I think we jumped the gun on ending the mask mandate to begin with. We should have continued with the, with the vaccine and continued the mask mandate, and we would still be low. Well, I mean, that's just, you know what I mean? It's, look at where Alex lives. Alex is, Florida has the lowest uh, vaccination rate right now. I think it's only 40%. Yep. It's embarrassing. Quite frankly, it's a joke. Forty percent of the of the of the state, forty, that is abysmal. That should not be the case at this point. But people just want to do whatever they freaking feel like, you know. So it is what it is. Um, anyway, um, getting back to AEW in regards to everything they're doing. So, you know, I, after watching Dynamite this week, we talked about the um the match with Hangman and everything like that. Where so you, where, where does Kenny think going? Like, where does well, you said Hangman's gonna be out because of the baby and everything. He's not gonna, he's not gonna be on um all out at all. Yeah. So, where does Kenny go for the next few weeks? Is it just like a Christian Cage setup at this point? Because I think all outs in three weeks. No, all outs on September fifth. Oh, so I was off by one. I was off by what? Four weeks? Was it four weeks? Five. Oh, I'm so. Oh. I'm sorry. Excuse me. I was off by. I'm sorry. I was off by two weeks. Excuse me. About about uh about maybe maybe five and a half. Because the dino yeah, it's on a Sunday. I would say like maybe four and a half five. Either way, regardless, the point being is this. I think, you know, the could like you said they're gonna set it up because Rampage. They're gonna have their debut Rampage show, which I think is only gonna be an hour, if I'm not mistaken. Right, is Rampage only an hour? That show itself will be. Yeah. That's so weird. It should just be two hours. Um, oh, why an hour? It just seems like why would I want a Rampage ever? Like I would never. Um, want to... So they're probably. My understanding is that they're going to also tape. Uh, it's probably going to be every other week live, or just August twentieth. We'll be doing this, whereas they tape all the shows on uh, one year. No, where they tape another episode of of Rampage, so it'd probably be a episode of Dark, and then two hours of Rampage. I'm gonna say because uh, I was gonna say because I would n- never want to go see Rampage if it's only one hour. 
and then dark yeah. for an hour or whatever. That's just that's like <laughs> what they should do. That's like going to WCW Saturday nights. <laughs> what they what, what they should do is have uh Rampage taped the same day as Dynamite, and then have uh Dark and uh Elevation uh taped at Daly's place with um twenty dollars general admission tickets. Now what is Elevation again? It's just another show on YouTube. YouTube? They have so many things going on. Then <laughs> what is that? Got about four shows? Yes, but I've heard rumblings that one of the darks will end. So oh, I'm going you. to I'm going to assume that is going to happen, but it's I wouldn't me. be shocked if it It's on YouTube. It's not really that much like no, but I'm saying, uh, like, I don't know. They don't need to do all this on YouTube. Like, they could do one show on YouTube and that's it. Like, they don't have to do, like, two different shows on YouTube. I think that's what it will become, what, what it'll come down to. Yeah. You might as well just do one show, just combine it. And have three hours? Yeah. Well, I mean, like, how many dark? Just do two hours. How many darks do you really need? You need really that many? Nobody really, well, I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to guess. I mean, how many people really watch, though? Let's find out. I mean, it dep- I guess it depends on... Oh, decent amount of... I mean, I guess it depends who's on the episode, right? Like, it depends who's on the episode. A decent like, amount of watching Like, today. Darby Allen's on it this week with Sting, so people are going to watch it. A decent amount of watching today. Because of Darby. Because Darby's on with Sting this week, I think. Because Dark is having their uh, 100th episode. Oh, my God. So... They're really episodes already? Shoot. I don't even think I've ever watched more than two. <laughs> um, but that is the reason why... A decent amount of watching today. Uh, let me try and find. Well, I know they got they got Darby on with Sting tonight. That I it's know. currently forty thousand uh, views. All right, so that's okay. Uh, elevation. It's like a million views or something. Though. Elevation was yesterday, and that's when Darby was on. They had two hundred seventy nine thousand views. So I'm saying it, it depends. That's, on, not, that's not bad at all. Well, it's not bad, again, it, it depends who's on the show, right? Okay, let's go to the week before. Like, if Darby Allen was one of the more popular guys in AEW, is on with Sting, then yeah, they're going to watch it. Okay, so it, regular Dark last week got 239,000 views, and Elevation the week before got 454,000 views. But who was on Elevation then? Oh, there been so many people. Pox, Hunter Rosa, Jungle Boy, Kingston, Taikanti. There you go. See what they, I mean? They always, they always do that. Yeah, that's what I'm well. saying. When, when you have like a Pac and a Jungle Boy, that's going to... I mean, they're literally putting Darby Allen on... Two this weeks ago point. was the same exact thing. Um, yeah, Jungle Boy last week. 475,000. Sounds like they continuously get around that for elevation. I mean, like I said, it, but don't you... You have to agree, right? It all depends on who they put on the show. Like which character they're putting on it? This elevation had seven hundred and ninety thousand views from two weeks yeah, ago. That, ha! that episode of elevation had more views than NXT. <laughs> I wonder who they put on that episode. Uh, that was fucking good. Okay, um, let me try to find the card. I cannot find the card. They don't list it. Stupid show. Um, they say Sting and Darby headlined the most loaded card ever. They don't say what the card is. 
Oh, really? What a bunch of lowlifes. I'm just kidding. How dare they? Seriously, like, how do you... Come on. It's that's still... Of, it's about information. I can't help but laugh. They have a episode of Dark, of dark Elevation that outdrew NXT. It's funny. That's how bad that show has been. Viewership-wise, not quality-wise. I don't know. I just think it's... I mean, like I said, it depends on who the characters that are going on the show are going to be. If this week you give Darby Allen, unless we give Jungle Boy, that's going to... You know what I'm saying? Like That's going to get people to tune in. If you have, like, Peter Avalon versus, uh, I don't know, some random dude, nobody's going to watch. Oh, my God, it's some random dude. Yes, I'm watching. See, it's thing. You must be a real big fan of wrestling if you're going to watch that. Just say. Come on. You've seen the, the Invisible Guy, right? Oh, best. He's so good. I, I bought his T-shirt. You're wearing it right now. No, it's in my drawer upstairs. So I got it from Pro Wrestling Tees. Oh, wait. I thought you meant like a sweatshirt. Because then you're wearing no, it over the white shirt. Hot. You're, wearing it, you're wearing it over the bright white shirt. No, it's too hot. Too hot for that. No, you don't feel the heat because it's invisible. Oh, well. My body still feels the heat. I just can't, you know. Wow, this is where this is really going, huh? Invisible T-shirts. Yeah, nah, this sounds about right. Um, there were a lot of them in Austin, Texas. Okay. AW's uh they got an interesting week this week. Um what is the preview for AW this week? I didn't even I didn't even remember it. Um I think Usually Alex match, has that. I should know. The big the big match is Malachi Black and Cody. That is the yes, and you know how you know it's a big match when Pro Wrestling Tees is making a t shirt for it. Mm-hmm. That's when you know it's a big match. So that's probably gonna be the main event. But they'll probably surprise us and make that the opening match. No, they um <laughs> They said that, I believe, already that it was a main event. I think that was already announced. I think, well, Black should, I think Black's going to win. I think there's going to be some faction formed. Who would be in it? I don't know. I'm curious with that one. I'm curious with Andrade, who's going to be in his group. I'm wondering if the Lucha, if the, uh. Roosh. Roosh and, um, his brother. But what if. Dragon Lane. What if, like, the Lucha Bros, they, uh, turn on Pack. And they join Andrade. I, I, I wouldn't like that. Curve. I would not like that at all. No, neither would I. Like, I'm just saying. I would hate like, that. Then how many times have they really like left Death Triangle in that case, you know? Well, it kind of sucks because when Death Triangle first started, I mean, it was kind of crap because COVID happened and Pat couldn't get back into the country. Yeah. And neither could Pentagon. Phoenix was here already. Phoenix was in the U.S., but Pentagon was stuck in, I think, Mexico and... Pack was stuck in England. Mm-hmm. They couldn't. The, neither one of those. Only Phoenix was here. They really couldn't. It was kind of weird, right? Because Phoenix was like coming after like the Death Triangle video, and like it was just him. <laughs> it's kind of weird. I don't, I don't remember. No, I think what happened was they weren't on the show for all of the tapings that they did in Georgia, and then they they snuck them out of Mexico, kind of like. A baseball team smuggling somebody out of Cuba. Um, so they snuck him out and they got had them surprised on a show together. That's when they came back. And one of them got hurt. I think it was FedEx. And then they shut down. But they, they came right back and then one of them got hurt. 
So maybe that's what you're thinking of. I remember it exactly. I don't remember it exactly how it occurred. It just seems like a very, I don't know. I mean, my, the way the whole thing was a mess, right? Like because they got this group, it was hot, it was ready to go, ready to get started, and it's like, oh no, 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 no. A lot of their plans got put on the back burner. That was the problem. You know, a lot of people got completely, you know, were screwed. So it was, yeah. you know. All right, well, we're going to take a break. When we come back, we are going to get into some This Week in Wrestling History. I'm here to watch that. That'll be entertaining. Yeah, I, I would hope so. So we're going to do that. We're going to get into our finishing move. We're going to get into all that stuff. When we come back, we're also going to get to some where we think um, some of these released wrestlers we think will be good fits in the future for it. Stick with us. This is Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. We'll be right back. It, it is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Radio Network. Radio Network. Rest in peace. Welcome to the Shield of Justice. I'm the Boogeyman and I'm coming to get you. Oh, it's true. Now, welcome back to Off the Mat with Alex Lowe's, Josh Silverberg, and Lyle Gillen. And we are back for the last bit of Off the Mat right here on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Of course, with Lyle Gillen and Speedy Petey, I'm Josh Silverberg. Alex Lowe's will be back next week. So, oh, crap. I won't be here. Now you will. So, um, um, I'm going to be taking over Alex's spot. I found an interesting um, This Week in Wrestling History. So it's this is going to be so bad, everybody. Well, it's actually really not. Um, no, this Week in Wrestling History. Um, so, it's uh, Friday, August the 4th. You know, it's I know today's the 3rd. So, um, that's why it's this week. Yeah, I think it isn't it usually this day in wrestling history. It is. It is this week. Okay, I always forget. All right. So this happened at Sports Plus in Lake Grove. I haven't okay. heard that name in ten years. Holy crap! Yeah, right, right in Lake Grove. This was Ring of Honor. Time to man up. Okay, here it was. You ready? It was Shane Hagdam defeating an unknown male wrestler that was in the dark match. <laughs> See what I mean? Those do exist, people. Okay, that's as we like to call it. This guy, okay. <laughs> so, all right. So Brian Danielson, better known as Daniel Bryan, defeated Jack Evans, American Dragon. Okay, Christopher Daniels and Matt Sydal defeated David Christ and Jack Christ. Cole Cabana defeated Claudio Castagnoli. Black, let's see him. Austin Aries and Roderick Strong defeated Adam Pierce and B.J. Whitmer. Homicide and Ricky Reyes and Jimmy Rave and Sarinaro in an ultimate endurance four-way tag match for the ROH Tag Team Championships. Nigel McGuinness defeated Delirious. Jay and Mark Briscoe defeated Davey Richards and Kenta. And then the main <laughs> event, Samoa Joe defeating AJ Styles. Wow. That sounds like the most epic possible card you could have at a Sports Plus in Lake Grove, New York. Congratulations oh, if you were. Hold on, hold on. I want to know the setup. Like I, I, I tried looking at photos, it didn't I couldn't get it. 
I want to know what it would have looked like. I'm really curious. I would you was I'm right by the way. Speed is 100% right. If I did figure out time travel, I, that would be one of the first things I go to see. Yeah, but like that's like right what is that? Like that's like Lake Grove is what like 10 minutes from, from me. So it's like that's like a that's like a <laughs> that's a couple of minute drive for me to go over there and back. <laughs> It'd be great if they still had wrestling and sports plus. <laughs> It'd be great if they still had sports plus. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. What year was that show? 2006, April 4th, August 4th, August 4th. The attendance was 700 people. In a sports plus? They must have Where had the hell a- they put them all? <laughs> must have had like a really big room or something. <laughs> Maybe on the hockey rink? Oh, you know, that's probably what it was. They probably put like the boarding over the hockey rink. Has to be like what they do with like when they had the Coliseum in the Garden, they put the boarding over the over the over the ice. Like when the Knicks play, they put the they put the put the hoop with the basketball court. They put it over there. Put the, put the hoop. They put the floor um, on the basketball. Um, <laughs> but it's um, like you know, I mean that was that's a, that's a great show. Oh my god! Like, I want to see what else there is. There's got to be other ones too. I thought you were gonna say CM Punk versus Samoa Hey, listen, Kenta was on that show. What the hell does that tell you? Uh, that means that CM Punk was still in Ring of Honor. Well, quote unquote, CM Punk's moveset. A lot of his moveset was stolen from Kenta. Oh, no, that, that doesn't count. What? No, there's Tresden 9 ECW. That doesn't count. In Sports Plus? No, there's not. I don't. Oh. <laughs> I don't know if there's another Sports Plus event that's going to be on here. Hold on, hold on. Hold on. Let's look this up. That'd be pretty impressive. There's another Sports Plus. This is exciting. I tell you this. If they really... No, that's not going to happen. That's not it. No, they're not going to show it. There's no way they're going to show it. What is Winter Blowout 1997? That's an actual ECW show. It doesn't exist. Hold on. Winter Blowout 1997. It's not real. I'm looking yeah. at it right now, man. It doesn't exist. I know. I saw it too. It doesn't exist. <laughs> I'm convinced that this, I'm convinced the Spring of Honor show didn't really happen. It's much plus. Here's the card for Winter Blowout 1997. Axel Rotten defeated Spike Dudley. Okay. Little Little Guido defeated Chris Chetty. <laughs> Steve Williams defeated Bulls Mahoney. Bubba Ray Dudley defeated. Roadkill, Rob Van Dam defeated Mickey Whipwreck, Sabu defeated Devon Dudley, so the Eliminators defeated Brian Lee and Chris Candido to retain the Tag Team Championships, Shane Douglas beat Pitbull 2, and the Sandman and Tommy G- Dreamer beat Raven and Steve Richards. Hmm. That's a really good card. A nice card. Yeah. I want to know if this was like a pay-per-view. Winter Blowout 1997. The biggest thing when I when I, when I look at I'm trying to like I said I'm trying to find this I mean the fact that Sports Plus had a wrestling event is just mind blowing that that happened. Would, that crazy. Would, would, would this be on um the network? It's Ring of Honor. Oh, the ECW one? No, probably. I mean, you yeah. probably go through the archive on like the well. It should say if it was on TV or not. Because the Ring of Honor show was not televised. Hmm, let's look at what year do you think Sports Plus closed up? What year do I think? Sports Plus was cool, man. 
Oh, it was great. I loved Sports Plus growing up, man. My brother used to play hockey there. My dad would give me 20 bucks to go run around the arcade. Ten minutes later, I came back and asked him for more money. Sounds about right. <laughs> My childhood was great. I'm going to look on Peacock to see if they have Winter Blow 1997 on there when I'm done. So, I uh, wanted to get you, give you... I guess we'll give like a couple of names of guys that have been released. So, uh, Bray Wyatt. Where do you think Bray Wyatt ends up and why? Main roster. Do you think he's because, back? Yeah, I don't think he's just – he doesn't have the build for me. Um, like, he doesn't fit in in ring with a lot of other promotions. I think he's too big for Impact or Ring of Honor. Um, I don't really think he fits in with New Japan. I don't really think in ring he fits in with – AEW. I think the only place he can really go to is WWE. Rick Flair. Oh, that's I'll get mine with Bray. I think he goes to the, the back to the main roster or he goes to <clears throat> excuse me. I think he goes to AEW's another answer. Um and the reason is Tony's gonna want him for money. Um, because of his popularity. Um, the main roster would be obviously ideal for him. But if everything goes right, it could be AEW for him. If it works at WWE. Congratulations to him, but we'll see. Um, Ric Flair. His couch. Sounds about right. Was he need the money? <laughs> really? He doesn't. I mean, he could still do AEW behind the scenes. I don't even think that happens. I don't think he goes there at all. Well, you never don't say never. Never say never in this business. Everybody thought. Never. He hasn't come back yet. And listen, I'm just saying no. If he does, everybody said he's never coming back. He hasn't come back mm. yet. I so, think he will, but I don't know. I don't want to jinx it, man. Um, I say the best company for him to go to is AEW to go behind the scenes. Um, I think that would be very ideal for him. But hey, like I said, we'll see. Adam Cole. AEW. Do you know they give you signs of the NXT? I'm not saying he doesn't resign there. Um, I believe the question was where I think he should go. Um, no, I see where, where he will go. I think he should go to AEW. I think he's more of a fit there. Um, I don't think he really has much to go up and do things in WWE. You look how Carrying Cross was being used. I'm that's the prime example guys, you should take. Guys going before him. Um, if you don't think guys in NXT who are stars, whose contracts are coming up, are paying attention to how guys who are just as over as them are being used on the main roster, then I don't know what you're thinking of, but he 100% is paying attention to that and thinking, you know, maybe it is smarter I go to AEW. Maybe it's smarter I go back to Ring of Honor. Um, I think he was to AEW in the end of the day and uh, was back with the Elite. I think he ends up in AEW as well. Um, man, I think he has to see what NXT, what's going on there. And then but, I want Kevin Owens to get released and go to AEW, and then I want it to be Mount Rushmore again. Yeah, that'd be that's cool. what I want. That's what I really want. If that happened, I would probably mark the hell out. I like Mount Rushmore a lot. Well, that you know, that was a fun faction, that's for sure. All right, man. Well. It is time to get to our finishing maneuver. So, 
Other than you getting your green skeet all fixed up, what is your finishing move for this week? Oh, God. Um, I just want to say, you know, I think everyone who says Kenny Omega is not a draw needs to shut the hell up and suck it up for once and admit that Kenny Omega is a draw. He drew 1.4 million people for his segment, for his match. Uh, you look at everything he has done. If you still say Kenny Omega is not a draw, then you are wrong. I think that Kenny Omega is the equivalent of Shawn Michaels today, where Shawn Michaels back in the day when he was younger, he worked for Smoky Mountain. He didn't get along with Jim Cornette. Jim Cornette did not like him, did not think he was any good. And it was the same exact reasons why he didn't doesn't like Kenny Omega for the most part. He was a purist. And I saw it in a Shawn Michaels interview where Shawn Michaels said that, oh, this is a very old interview though, by the way. Where Shawn Michaels said that, hey, wrestling has changed. And Jim Cornette is the same guy as 1980. The same mindset. And if you look at what he did with Shawn, uh, with that interview where about with Shawn Michaels, then I think that comparing him and Shawn Michaels is uh pretty accurate. Uh, my finishing move for me is I would have to probably say what happened this past week, and that is the releases um, of everything that went down with Bray Wyatt and all that. It was very shocking. Um, didn't see it coming. At all, I, I I wish him the best. Um, I think he's going to kill it no matter where he goes. I'm not saying that because I'm a huge fan of his. I just think he really is a draw. So to me, I, I I think, you know, when you look at what he he's done so far in his career, it's really good. I think he could do more, of course. And then my other fishing move is the announcement of my my son. Um, yeah, I thought that was what it was going to be when he said this past week. Um, that's what you're going to go for. No, I mean, look, uh, there's a few things. Your son, and then you. I mean, like, my son is always going to be. My son is always going to be number one now. I mean, that's just a fact. Uh, that's never. That's not changing. Um, Who's number two? My wife. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. They're one A and one B. They're one A and one B. They're one A and one B. My wife and my son are my everything. Um. So who's two A? No, myself. Who's two B? I got a shot there. You're not. Okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay, no, but again, I, like I said, I, I I know, like I said, Ben and Carl reached out to me, and um, you know, I I'm really, and of course, obviously, you were there live. I want to, you know, thank everybody that was there. They got to see that and got to um, – they reached out to me via text or called me on the phone. I know Alex reached out to me on the phone. It was awesome. Um, he's a great dude, Alex. He's wonderful. And that was awesome of him to do that. Um, you know um, – Once again, as a great friend of yours, I would like to say congratulations. Thank you. I'm very happy for you. Thank you very much, man. I appreciate that. Of course. Listen. I just, can't wait uh, to meet him. Ah, uh, December twenty second is the, is the due date. So, hopefully, he does not have other plans, and that is the actual birthday. <laughs> well, listen. Usually, when you have a baby, you never know. It fluctuates. It could be early, oh, yeah, later. <laughs> it could be a day. You know. Geez. Hopefully, it's not wake up Christmas morning twelve oh one. Okay, I gotta go to the hospital. I yeah, really exactly, hope that's right? not happening. I mean, it's literally. Um, that just- was- I mean, that would be a memorable. Christmas, is, I mean, the good thing is I only live like six minutes from the hospital. 
I only live like I only live. I literally live down the road from Stony Brook Medical, like literally five minutes away. I'm like on this concert highway, and I'm like right there. So that's that's at least a good thing. So I'm like ready to go. That's where my nephew was born. Now, will I forget my wife in the house as I'm trying to rush to to get her to the hospital? It could be a possibility. I mean, I left her at the altar, so there could be a real real possibility of that. Damn, that was right. Now you know, so it's um, <laughs> um, you turn around to go leave, and there she is standing there. Yeah, I know, but you know what though? There's <laughs> honestly so many different things, but like a, a speedy home alone, Silverberg edition. Oh yeah, oh god. Let me tell you that when my kid gets older, I'm, I'm having cameras. I'm having security cameras all over that house on that kid. Um, Can get a ring for the inside? What'd you say? Can you get the ring, but for the inside? What do you mean? The oh, ring, like camera thing. Like the one that wraps it, like goes all over the place. No, the ring that's on the that's like a doorbell. Oh, I don't want no. I'm doing, I need like security cameras in the house. That's what I said. You were gonna get a ring for the inside. Oh, I don't, I'll get the I get like the Yi cameras that I have here in the house now. I'll get those. What are they called? Yi's Y I. Yee So it's. I have like four of them in my house, so they're already like ready to go. He's not even born yet. They're already like ready to go. Like literally, like I have like three upstairs. I have like one down here, so I have like all they're all over the place. Which you can't miss again. What you say? A small one right next to the bathroom, right? I have two. I have the one near the in the living room. I have one near the kitchen. I have one down here. I have one. Bedroom. It's gonna be the one by the bathroom, right? Oh yeah. Anyway. Yeah. So, one camera can probably fit that entire room. Of course. That's that's. Yeah. Well, we're also gonna. Well, we're gonna have a baby monitor. Yeah. Well, everyone does. No, but like now they have like they have like they have like the sound ones. Now they have the ones with the video on it. Technology. Ooh. That's what my brother has. He had one for Madden. He had the um. It's got the video on it over the crib. Mm-hmm. So you can see what's going on, and then it has the noise. So we're gonna have that too. Well. You have to remember the first few months, the baby stays in the parents' room. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so he's going to be in our room the first few months. Um, I 110% expect to find Pedro in the crib at least three times a week. He's probably the one that I, I would be worried about the most being in there. Why? He doesn't do Sa- anything. Sammy, I think, would go in there and just cuddle. Sammy can't even jump that. No, Pedro's fine. Pedro's not going to do anything. <laughs> Pedro's just gonna, just gonna to jump up and, and like it's called. Pedro's just gonna like sit and chill. Maybe you my, never know. My cats do nothing. Have you ever seen Sammy's him? great. Sammy is great. Pedro doesn't do anything. Pedro, he runs. Yeah, that's all he does is runs and lay down <laughs> and eat. <laughs> and you see his uh, little flap going flapping across the floor. Oh, it'd be nice. That's his little pouch. He's got that to make him run faster. That's actually what that <laughs> is. What it is. It's kangaroo, kangaroo oh, that is our show, ladies and gentlemen. I want to thank you so much for listening. Um, again, tune yeah. in next Tuesday. Of course, we'll be back from 8 to 10 p.m. Alex will be back with us again. Please download the app. What? So we're going to find out if he finally did it or not. Yes, I know. Uh, download our app, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> All you have to do, if you have an iPhone, you go to the Apple Store, you type in WSRN. If you have a, uh, I've, an Android, you go to the Google Play Store. You type in Worldwide Sports. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Periscope. You can always reach out to us um, on our Twitter pages. We have our website, worldwidesportsradio.com. 
as well. Um, so it's going to be another good week of wrestling. NXT look good tonight. I know they're about to do the main event with uh, Gargano and Loomis. Um, five minutes to go. What Five minutes to go. Well, they go over the time. You have to remember, they go over. You actually let them go over. That's right. I forgot. Yeah. You have AEW tomorrow. I'm curious where now it goes that Hangman is out. What is going to happen next for Kenny Omega's challenge? What are we going to do with Malachi Black and Cody? All that. Don't forget to check out all of our great shows. I know Sports Limeouts with uh, Errol, Tyler, and Speedy are going to have Dwight Gooden on tomorrow. So that's a great – that's a really good get for them to have that. I'm, I'm happy that they – they seem to be doing really well. I listen to the show every now and then when I can. Um, One week that you weren't on, though. Second week. So it was one week. No, oh, that's a good this, week. Yeah, that, so, so what do you mean you, you're watching every now and then when you can when it's only been two days? Well, because I watched it Wednesday and I couldn't watch it Thursday. <laughs> I watched it Wednesday I couldn't watch it Thursday. You know, every now and then when I can. Uh, pretty literal, okay. Oh, I'm just saying. <laughs> you, also have the, you have the Ryan Hickey show. You have Weapons Hot. You have Sports Lords. You have all these different shows. So we're going to check out the Weekend Crunch uh, with Errol Tyler as well every single Saturday at 7 p.m. on 103.9, the LI News Radio Net, uh, channel. It's good stuff. Um, like I said, great show tonight. I had a lot of fun. With you, Lyle, doing a little uh, again, take down breakdown reunion. It was great. We're gonna have Alex back next oh, week. Oh. Yeah, man, for sure. And um, like I said, again, for those that reached out, thank you so much. I appreciate the congratulations um, on that for sure. So for Lyle Gillen, for Speedy Petey, for myself, Josh Silverberg, Alex will be back next week. This has been off the mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Enjoy AEW tomorrow. Enjoy the rest of NXT tonight. Enjoy all of that. Enjoy wrestling with SmackDown and so on and so forth. Until next week, take care, everybody. Have a good night. This has been Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network. Kenny Omega, take it away. I must beat you, Jew. so stay with me now if you know it. Goodbye, and good night. Thank you for listening to Off the Mat on the Worldwide Sports Radio Network, your source for all things wrestling and sports entertainment. It is the Worldwide Sports Radio Network.